For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. This is Philly Sports with Giovanni. D-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles! This podcast is powered by Eagle Maven of Sports Illustrated. Blitz is coming. Hurts sees it. Gets rid of it. It's caught for the touchdown! Here's your host, Giovanni Hamilton. Welcome back to Philly Sports with Giovanni. Today I have on the Blue Meanie. What's up, man? Ah, what's up, my little brother? How you doing, my friend? Uh, I've been doing great. How are you? You look like you've been doing great. Uh, <laughs> you're throwing out the first pitch. You went on your first date. Uh, <laughs> you went to an amusement park. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you're living the best life right now, man. I'm, yeah. I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm jealous. No, no, seriously, though, man. Uh, I'm so happy for you, man. You know, the summer before, you know, last, not this past summer we're in now, but the one before that, you know, the world was a little weird and we're kind of, kind of sort of back to normal. Yeah, kind of. Uh, I'm glad you, yeah, I'm glad you got to, you know, got to have some fun. Thanks, know? man. Dude, this is my favorite. Like, dude, <laughs> I was a kid. This is my favorite time of year, you know. I wasn't in school. I didn't have to do homework. Yeah, I, I start. Yeah. I start school next Monday, so. Ugh. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay though. I'm kind of excited because it's gonna be. I'm actually gonna be walking at school, so it's gonna That's be my good. first time ever walking at school. So I'm kind of excited. I'm so proud for you, man. Just. <laughs> Oh, that's cool. And you know what? I, I, I cherish those days, you know, being young and going to school and, yeah. you know, you're going to wear your best uh, new t-shirt the first day to try to impress the rest of the classmates and stuff <laughs> like that. So, you know, uh, what you do this summer, uh, you know, you know, I just threw out the first pitch and no, no big, no big, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I just got some questions for you. Some wrestling, uh, some Eagles. I'm ready. All right. So, CM Punk. Yeah. He's back. He's Thank with you, AEW now. How <laughs> excited are you about this? Because I'm really excited. Um, he's like one of my favorite wrestlers ever, and he's back. I'm excited for CM Punk, the human being. Uh, I'm excited for CM Punk, the wrestler. And I'm <laughs> excited for the wrestling business in general. It's a good thing. When uh, that CM Punk's back, um, you know, he hadn't been in a ring in seven years. His last match was in Philadelphia at the uh, Royal Rumble. Um, and, you know, he, you know, he had his issues with that company, WWE. And uh, it, it really tur- soured him on the business as a whole. That where he tried to find other avenues, you know, whether it was UFC, he's acting in movies, he's doing comic books. But, uh, you know, the, the fact that, you know, AEW is doing such great things as far as, you know, uh, 
giving giving more people an outlet to showcase their talents. Now, I think that was really appealing to him, and the fact that he came back is amazing. I've known Punk, I've known CM Punk since two thousand three, two thousand four. Uh, I did shows out in Pittsburgh. After you know, after ECW closed, I did some independent shows, and I have a friend out in the Pittsburgh area, Norm Connors, who kind of helped start me. You know, give me some uh, to get me noticed, and I, I was doing some shows for him, and Punk w- was on those shows, and you couldn't help but see something in the guy. He had a look, he had charisma. And then when I ran my first show here in Philly at the uh, old ECW arena, I had a promotion called three PW. He's the first guy he, I booked him in my first paint in my first main event. So, um, I saw the talent in him from day one. And, uh, the, it, it's one thing to have talent, but it's another thing to have passion. He has passion. And uh, he wears it right there on his sleeve, man. And uh, I'm excited to see what he does in AEW because there's so many different dream scenarios, whether it's matches or interviews, or I would like to see him and MJF, you know, go back and forth on the mic. I think uh, that would be great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, uh, I'm really excited because as I said before, he's um, one of my favorites ever. Um, he's my brother's favorite, one of my dad's favorite, like he's just a household favorite. Um, and I'm just excited to see him wrestle again. Dude. And we're the wrestling business is going to benefit from him, uh, being a part of it. Uh, he's going to be on the next show. I don't know when this podcast airs. We're a little inside baseball recorded on Monday and the next AEW's on Wednesday and he's going to be on that as well. So. Uh, and he says he, he's in for the, the long haul. He's not, he's not going to be a part-timer. Nothing against part-timers. I get it, you know, cause they're an attraction, but he says he's in, in it for the long haul. And, uh, dude, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. I'm, I'm excited as well. And, you know, I'm, I might be, I'm, I've been wrestling since 94, but there's still a little fan in me, you know, that I've been watching wrestling since 1982 and I still love wrestling just as I did the first time I saw it. And, I've watched his return on repeat countless times. It's given me more energy than anything else ever. You know, it's more powerful than a cup of coffee, you know, just put it right in my veins. So yeah, CM Punk, man, I love him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Eagles lost their last preseason game, lost their first preseason game. Yeah. Are you worried? No. No, um, I think we're going into a new era of football where, you know, they have these joint practices and I think they consider those the real games. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, if you look back, you know, the first game against Pittsburgh, there was no joint practice. So Jalen got some reps during that week's game. Yep. Now they, they, they did the joint practice with the Patriots. And from all reports, yeah. the Eagles looked really good, you know, one-on-one. And, you know, with these joint practices, you could do a lot more because nobody's allowed to really record it. Mm-hmm. So you, the coaches don't have to worry about other teams watching their plays, you know, so they're not uh, giving away any secrets. Where in, you know, preseason game, it's so so bland yeah. that they're not really showing anything. So I think we're going into a new – and now, you know, this week they're going to be doing joint practices with the Jets – 
and it's questionable whether Jalen's going to start or not. So um, I think we're entering a new era of football where the real game's going to be in these joint practices where, the, you know, the ones go against the ones and everybody sees what they have and they're not, you know, giving away any trade secrets by playing these preseason games. And uh, I'm not worried. You know, I'm not worried. Uh, you know, everybody's like, oh, the Eagles stunk it up. And then, you know, the Chicago Bears went and said they stunk it up against the Bears. A bunch of teams stunk it up in preseason. And that's why it's called preseason. And, you know, preseason's where you go to make mistakes. You know, you, you try things you normally wouldn't do in a regular season situation. If it works, great. I'll put it in my back pocket, save it for the regular season. If it doesn't work, throw it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and uh, I agree with you. Um, I'm not worried at all. Um, and the joint practice, um, I agree with you there, too. I think that that is more of the preseason than anything. Um, and I, I'm just excited for week one. I think that we're going to win week one and uh, we're going to come out hot. Dude, the thing I look forward to every year, and I'm bummed the, the, the first games in away in Atlanta, but I love that first home game. There's something about it. I get up early. I go to Wawa. I get me a hoagie, and I get ready for the game. I watch a little bit of pregame. I yeah. do the anthem on TV. I go outside, and I watch the planes do the flyover because I live right here in South Philly, so I can watch it from the street, and it, it, it's, like, really cool to watch them go over to the stadium, circle back, and head back to Jersey. So, And that's been my tradition for you know the last 15 years, just make sure I'm out out of my house what to watch the, the planes fly over because I'm a geek. So you know, I, but I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. We got a young core of uh we, we have a good mix of young guys and veterans. We have, you know, a lot of veterans on uh offensive line, a lot of veterans on defense. And now we got these younger, uh, you know, young legs. We got, uh, you know, Quez Watkins who I'm excited for. Yes. Yeah. We got Smitty. Who I'm excited for. <laughs> he looked good, you know, yeah. even though Flacco kind of stunk, uh, you know, but um, yeah. I'm excited, man. And, and I say this every year. I love football. The only thing I hate about football is it makes my summer fly by because I love summer. I love yeah. the warm weather. I love having longer days. Yeah. But thinking about football just makes the, you know, the months go by my, my favorite time of the year fly by. So yeah, my summer flew. Yeah. Cause I'm looking forward to the season. So. Yeah. Cause last season didn't feel like a real season. No, last year was bizarre, bizarre, yeah. bizarro world. There was no preseason, you know, there's, there was really nothing to look forward to. It was just miserable, but yeah. I'm excited. And the fans are back. The fans are crazier than ever. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the thing I love about Phil. I love our fan base, you know. Yeah, yeah, there's the best. Um, so I haven't talked to you in a while. Yeah. Um, what do you think about Sirianni? I like Sirianni. Um, he has an like, look, he could be a, a complete genius, or he could be fooling us all over again, like Chip Kelly did. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, flip a coin, but. Everything he said so far, I, I agree with, and I can see the reasoning in it. Even though if you listen to sports radio, talk radio, you might go a little, you know, batty, a little <laughs> crazy because 
of course, sports talk radio has to look for the angles on the pro and the cons of everything, but I like Nick Sirianni. I like his energy. I like that. He's hands on with the players. You know, he's not just telling his coordinators go out there. He's out there with the wide receivers themselves, giving them, you know, talking to them one-on-one. And I think the players respect that, you know, uh, it's one thing to uh, be a coach and, have somebody say something to a player. It's another thing for a coach to approach that player one-on-one and, you know, you know, tell them what they need to improve on. And it's also respectable that, you know, Sirianni has made it a point for every player that's been cut by the Eagles that he's gone in and had a one-on-one meeting and talked to them and explained the reasoning why he can't move forward with them, but what they should work on to get a job elsewhere. And that's so cool. You know, that's beyond awesome, you know, for somebody to do it. A lot of coaches wouldn't do that, but so he doesn't have to, but he does. Right. And I think that comes from, you know, being in a a long line of uh, having a coach family. His his dad was a coach. His brothers were a coach. We all know he's proud of his brother. He's always bragging about him in the (laughs) routes and stuff like that. But I like Nick Sirianni. I like his, you know, of course, you know, people want to rag you know, want to rip him for uh, that first press conference. And I think he's going past that, you know, yeah. I, I think he's bounced back from that. You know, yeah. everybody in Philly made fun of Charlie Manuel on his first press conference and the guy won us a world series. So uh, I, I will look past that is a ex- Sirianni's got the excitement that uh, it's got me looking for this season. I'm, I'm excited. I'm so yeah. excited. Yeah, me too. Um, I'm just, really excited i've been uh just like counting down the days and now we have one less preseason game so that just makes me more excited because we're getting to the regular season faster um getting to the nitty-gritty yeah um what do you think about the eagles getting Devontae smith i love it i love it and i love that uh we, we uh, angered the New York Giants and, and the, <laughs> the New York Giants were the biggest group of crybabies on how they yeah. didn't make the playoffs because. Yeah. Of well, if you're that mad that you couldn't make the playoffs because you needed the Eagles to win, then maybe you should, you should have played better football yourself. So maybe. Yeah. Uh, so we leapfrogged over to Giants. Got, that's, you know, Devontae. And I like it, man. Uh, people want to make fun of him because he's skinny, a little bit light. But, you know, I think, you know, that just makes him quicker. You know, yeah. uh, I wrestle, you know, to equate it with, you know, professional wrestling. I used to wrestle with a, or I used to share a locker room with a, a wrestler named Little Spike Dudley. Guy was maybe a buck 20, buck 30. And people just throw him around. And he took these really sick looking, you know, falls. I was like, man, how do you do it? He's like, well, dude, I'm so light that I don't hit the mat as hard as the other pe- other wrestlers. Yeah. You, know? you hit the, he, he point to me. He's like, you hit the mat. You know, that's 300 pounds hitting the mat. Me hitting the mat is 150 pounds hitting the mat. So it's not too bad. So I think, you know, Devante has that in his favor. You know, he's, he's faster. If he, you know, takes a hit and goes to the ground, he's not hitting the ground as hard because he's lighter. So I think that works to his advantage and stuff like that. And, uh, He's got the right attitude. He's got the right passion. Uh, uh, him and Quez Watkins, uh, you know, Quez, you know, has had a chip on his shoulder too, you know, yeah. you know, from seeing his interviews. So 
I, I like our, and Rager's got a chip on his shoulder too. He didn't have the season he wanted to have this year. So we, we have a, a wide receiver core that has a lot to prove and uh, they're going to shut up a lot of people. I I'm confident of, uh, you know, if we could just get maybe one veteran in there in the, the wide receiver room to kind of not mo- so, so much for on the field stuff, but in the locker room stuff of, you know, keeping them level-headed and, you know, know what to tune out, know when to tune in, yeah. different kind of, because, you know, sports are, is a more of a mental game than physical, you know? Yeah. I've seen the most talented people I know, or not I know, but, you know, been around, you know, when that uh, attention happens, they shrink under pressure, you know? Mm-hmm. You need a good veteran in there to help these younger guys keep level, you know, stay level-headed. Yeah. Um. So, what do you think about John Cena coming back? <laughs> <laughs> I love John. I love John Cena. Um, not only was he, you know, he's a fantastic wrestler. And people bag on his wrestling, you know. it's And wrestling's not about wins or losses. It's about having moments. <laughs> and he's given people so many good moments. And, uh, you know, you know, he, People cheer him, people boom. But to him, as long as he's getting a reaction, he's happy. You know, the yeah. the, the the worst reaction you get in pro wrestling is no reaction, and yeah. uh, he gets a reaction no matter what. But you know, he's a good guy. Um, I got to know him a little bit before he officially went to WWE. He uh, wrestled as the prototype out in California, and I did a show for UPW, and he was on that show when. Uh, I got stranded. Uh, so I was deserted. Somebody left me behind. And, uh, <laughs> he was kind enough to give me a, a lift, you know, and, uh, I got to spend, you know, you know, you really get to know people when you, when you spend some time in the car with them. And, you know, I only had to spend an hour in the car with him, but, uh, I was level headed. He, uh, motivated, passionate. And, uh, we had a good, you know, conversation and all these years later, I went to a, a SmackDown a couple of years ago and, you know, hey John, what's up? And he's same, same level-headed, same good-hearted man. So I'm happy he's back. Um, people, there's a, a certain section of wrestling fans who like to bag on WWE bringing back veterans or you know superstars from the past. And you know, I don't see anything wrong with that. You know, if it's done right and you know and stuff like that. So uh, the fact that Cena came back and the reaction he got. Uh, speaks volumes to the impact that he made on our industry. And, uh, you know, the match he had with Roman Reigns was phenomenal. And he uh, he did the right business with Roman Reigns. And uh, Roman Reigns, he, I mean, not that Roman Reigns needed any help because Roman Reigns is a, a tremendous talent. But uh, John Cena losing to Roman Reigns in a, in a world title match, uh gave more uh, credibility to Roman Reigns' title reign. Yeah. 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 Um, I was so excited because I've gotten the opportunity to meet John Cena in California. Um, and it was just an amazing moment. Um, he's probably my favorite wrestler of all time. Um, let me tell you, <laughs> I was so excited when he came back. Um, it was like 
it was just amazing. I think he might have texted me when he came back. That, you know, look at John Cena. You know, you, you like to <laughs> him wrestling. Uh, text, yeah. Cool. Yeah. And, you know, but hey, man, you know, <laughs> pro wrestling is the greatest form of entertainment in my mind. It's a live action comic book. And it's one of those rare things where you get to actually meet these comic book characters in real life. Yeah. And it's not some guy in a suit at Disney world, pretending to be that person that you meet the real person. So, yeah. John Cena is a world-class human being, you know? Yeah. yeah. What did you think about Brock Lesnar coming back? I thought that was amazing. <laughs> um, just for the fact that, you know, um, I mean, when you think of John, Brock Lesnar, his whole WWE career, you think Paul Heyman, right? Yeah. Um, you know, Brock was in WWE. He went away for a little bit. So Paul was kind of limbo. So Paul, you know, was uh, with CM Punk for a little bit while Brock was off to the UFC. Yep. Then Brock came back and, you know, you know, Paul went back with Brock. Now and he was with Brock for the longest time. He's been, you know, Brock's, you know, manager this whole time or advocate, whichever you want to call it. And now that, you know, Brock kind of went away for a little bit and uh, Paul found a no new uh, protege in Roman Reigns. Yeah. And he's been, you know, he's been, I mean, find anybody that looks at Roman Reigns the way Paul Heyman looks at Roman Reigns, you know? <laughs> so, you know, the fact that, you know, uh, you know, Paul's been, you know, this advocate for Roman Reigns and building him up and hyping him up like his, like he's his own personal Don King and Brock comes back. Ah, and yeah. the look on Paul Heyman's face when that news hit, it looked like. Paul Heyman wanted to be anywhere but at ringside at that moment. So yeah, and Brock, uh, he changed. He, he looked great. He changed up his look. <laughs> yeah. Which you know he had the beard and the uh, the man bun, the the uh, Brock <laughs> the Brock bun. Uh, yeah, but that's all good, you know. In wrestling, it's always good to change up your look a little bit, you know, not drastic. I mean, he kind of went drastic with the, yeah. the hair and the beard, but. Yeah. I always switch it up a little bit to people and make people guess why, why does he look different? What's, what's different about him? Yeah. You know, you know, you know, talk about fantasy booking, you know, between Brock and uh, Roman, who does, yeah. you know, Heyman side with, you know, yeah. there's so much you could do with that. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was pretty shocked when it happened to be honest. Um, yeah. I, I was just watching and I was just shocked and, I really, after talking to you and really understanding wrestling and the entertainment, I was so happy that I got shocked when it yeah. happened. Yeah. I was like, I was like, wow, this is something that Meanie has taught me. <laughs> it, it was, well, was sure. awesome. Uh, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Uh, I was shocked too. Uh, you know, I was shocked. And, uh, you know, that's the beauty of, uh, you know, these events. You know, the SummerSlam is a part of WWE's original four pay-per-view uh, pay-per-views. Uh, there's some uh, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Royal Rumble, Survivor Series. Those were the original big four pay-per-views before they expand and start doing, you know, more pay-per-views like In Your House. And, you know, we got a pay-per-view almost every month now. Back then, it was like four pay-per-views every couple months. So when they do shows like WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, they always try to make those shows bigger. And 
I think the, the the fact that they had a lot lacking from this year's WrestleMania, they kind of wanted to make it up with SummerSlam and give SummerSlam a little bit of that WrestleMania treatment. Yeah. So when you know, you have Brock come out. Oh my God, yeah. people people are talking about. It's a great weekend for wrestling fans in general. Between you know, Punk coming back, Becky Lynch coming back, and uh, Brock coming back, it's it's a it's wrestling heaven for fans. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well. I had so much fun talking to you. Um, oh, man. It's, it's always great kicking it back, talking wrestling and football <laughs> with you. Um, hey, it's good to have somebody I could talk both with. You know, <laughs> a lot of my friends either like wrestling or the Eagles. Some like both, but, you know, a lot of my wrestling buddies are from all over the world, so they like different teams and stuff yeah. like that. So, you know, my stinking tag partner is a Cowboys fan. I might turn on them <laughs> one day, you know, I don't you know. BWO is two thirds Eagles and one third Cowboys. I don't know we ha- how we lasted this long, but you know, <laughs> it's always good to come on here, man. Uh, I mean, uh, you're, you're you're smart to the wrestling business. You know, you you have great insight on wrestling. You have great insight on football. So, talking to you about both is is a pleasure. It's a pleasure. It's a night off, as we say. <laughs> thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Go birds. Go birds. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.